live from their respective apartments. There's enough champagne to fill denial. <laughs> it's Katie Clay Anab. That's why we're doing Italian at this point for Gal Gadot. Katie Clay Anab and the crew stock and Goodman. In, enough champagne to fill the Nile. It's Katie Clay and <laughs> Katie Clay and Ava. This is like Swedish now. <laughs> and Chris Stockham, Bork, Bork, Bork. <laughs> you thought you escaped that joke long ago, and Katie just out of nowhere, right before recording, bursts out. I was doing Celine, and Katie just throws out enough champagne to fill the Nile. Oh, you thought you could escape? You thought you could run away from that joke? Don't you know there will always be enough champagne to fill the Nile? And she will always, always look good filming herself singing Imagine. And she'll always be a ship of dreams. This is a this is an audio medium. Me doing like physical gags doesn't work. I tried to sound effect it because halfway through it's like, oh. So welcome back <laughs> to just meaningful plastic, the dancing with the stars retrospective podcast. We are on task tonight, <laughs> folks. We strap in everybody. Click. Let's go. Let's let's get in that get in that pink car and head out of Barbie Land. I don't get that reference because I haven't seen it yet. Some of us have seen Barbenheimer. Apparently, not all of us have. Did you get any shirts to commemorate the weekend? I did not. I was just wearing black and pink uh, for my Barbenheimer look. Tim yeah. wore his Barbie shirt. Uh, a friend a friend of mine when uh he saw both movies did have a shirt that was half Oppenheimer half Barbie like down the middle I love it I love that there's merch for mm-hmm. it Did you did you see there I guess there's some section of the Japanese internet that thinks the memes are like wildly distasteful which I can understand but so they're like that would be if uh like we were doing 9-11 in barbie so i saw a meme that was like the this barbie is the moment and the picture is of the towers like with the fire and i was like oh i hate that that's kind of funny Sometimes I realize my I don't let it be known how dark my humor can be sometimes. <laughs> we keep it light on this pod. We don't usually talk about 9-11. No. We try to stay away <laughs> as often as we can from talking about it. But ne- never forget. Never forget. <laughs> Katie Clay is saluting the troops. She's looking at the flag, which is situated in a place of honor in her apartment. She's getting out her Lee Greenwood CD to listen to Proud to be an American. Is she going to put it in? 
nope, we can't get the rights, Katie. <laughs> that has been narrating Katie Clay's actions. <laughs> what am I on tonight? I don't know, but I'm loving it. But I'm loving it. Ba 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 ba. I'm loving it. My my favorite are the commercials with um uh why can't I think of his name? Uh guy in success succession. Um uh Karen McCulkin. Um no, it, it, like the the guy who plays Logan Roy. Um why can't I think of his name? Um, um method actor Jeremy Strong. Brian Cox. Oh. Um, the commercials where Brian Cox talks about it, like the different menu items of McDonald's and then at the end sings the but ba ba I'm loving it, but it sounds like he's never ever before heard how the jingle sounds. So it'll just be like ba 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 like it just kind of does its own little melodies. You know those commercials? No. Uh, let me see if I can find one to play right now. Um That's what we need right now. Yeah. You could count how many sesame seeds there are on top of the hot and deliciously juicy quarter pounder. Or you could just eat them. The hottest, juiciest quarter pounder yet. It's perfect. Made perfecter. <laughs> like, it's close enough, but it's like, have you actually heard it? No. No, he hasn't. <laughs> yeah naturally katie are you loving life right now i am are you i am uh your boy is going to be coming to visit mm-hmm. are you excited are you doing anything fun i'm very very excited he was in california for three gd months and he is finally home and i can't wait and he drove 14 hours yesterday and he will come home tomorrow and it will be magical are you doing anything exciting to uh celebrate his homecoming no not really he is a very low-key kind of person but i do have like i made a cute sign that says like welcome home and i'm gonna get him some groceries and i have like a bottle of pork because we drank that one night and like just a bunch of kind of like cutesy little things (laughs) a bottle of port see i heard a bottle of pork and i was so confused what that meant Um, oh, I didn't circle back around to this. So, you haven't seen Barbie yet. Have you seen Oppenheimer? I have. I have seen Oppenheimer. I saw it last Sunday. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I mm-hmm. I feel like it should win some things, you mm-hmm. know? I also thought it was very good. I, yeah. I I thought it was very interesting. I thought the way it was done was really impressive. Yes. I I enjoyed it. I'm glad I saw it first. Uh, before a lunch break and then Barbie, I thought that was the right move. I don't uh, don't understand people who would do Barbie then Oppenheimer. Um, My brother and I, because um, he was going to do it, mm-hmm. a, a Barbenheimer day didn't end up happening for reasons, but um, he was debating which way to do it, and I was firmly team end with Barbie. Yeah. Me too, because even though Barbie is like an overstimulation and wild energy, 
it felt thematically like the way to go. And I wanted to end on an upper, and I figured it would right. be easier to mood change into the upper, especially since we didn't go immediately back to back. We right. went to a different theater, we had lunch, and then Nicole welcomed us into Barbie. Uh, I, f I feel like Oppenheimer leaves you in like an okay spot. Mm -hmm. too and like i obviously i have not seen barbie but i just can't imagine going from barbie into yeah the juggernaut that is oppenheimer yeah i i thought it was it would be easier to switch from serious to silly than silly yes. to serious yes. and I also, I don't get like majorly affected by movies and things. And yes, it is about a horrific thing and, and existential dread uh, is Oppenheimer, but it, it didn't leave me like, wow, I can never recover from this. I'm so shaken. And I kind of figured I wouldn't be. Right. And I would agree with that. I, my comment is the only movie that has really like, Oh, like hung heavy with me in recent memory was A Star is Born. And I remember watching that in theaters with Megan, both of us going into it, having zero idea about the movie and like literally just like barely spoke a word, got in the car, called up the album, went and got two bottles of wine, went home and drank wine and listened to the movie uh, the music and then went to bed like that was how heavy that movie felt to us so you saw the depiction of alcoholism and thought wow i need a drink yes great um my my two fun i guess i like have three just interesting notes about my barbenheimer day mm -hmm. note number one some asshole applauded both times Florence Pugh's boobs appear on screen. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Which was gross and stupid. Yeah. Um, they were very nice, though. They were great boobs. I'll vouch. Great boobs. <laughs> Listen, did I want to clap? Of course. But was I going to? No. No, because Katie respects women. <laughs> you... You respect Miss Flo. Yes. I'm telling you, I want a GD. I'm not even kidding. I say this completely unironically. I want a framed photo of her Venice dress. I want it. Okay. I thought you were going to talk about her boobs. <laughs> I want a framed photo of the boobs, Chris. Thought number two. Yeah. I cackled so hard at so many things in Barbie. I was having a, the time of my life. That's there were times that, like, for. nobody else in this pretty full theater was laughing, and I'm just, like, having a ball. At the I end laughed of the movie, at one part of Oppenheimer, and I can't even remember what the thing was, but, like, I genuinely let out an honest-to-God laugh. It was some... It was, it was something with Emily Blunt. It was something just, like, genuinely smart and funny that she did and i can't remember what it was i mean there are a couple joke lines in the movie yeah yeah thank you for letting us know that there are parts to laugh at in oppenheimer but um so i'm having the time of my life in barbie and these two old women at the end of the movie come up and are like we just want you to know what it, it was so fun just 
watching you react to this movie and sometimes you laughing made us realize that there was something funny um and i was just like okay good because i thought i was being obnoxious yeah um but they were like oh do you know somebody in the movie because we see you're trying to take a picture of the credits and i was like no i just have to take a picture of the caterer's name to send to a friend (laughs) because you know that's what you do because naturally yeah and final note is before the screening of Oppenheimer I went to, it was at uh, like a, a local movie theater. And so they were advertising movies that they're going to play in the future. And I famously have questionable volume control. And so I'm kind of just like whispering, talking to Tim and everybody else kind of is. And then suddenly everybody stops talking as they put up a new ad for the fact that they're going to play in 35 millimeter Titanic on August 23rd. And I just go, oh, and like all around people just started laughing. (laughs) And then I turned to Tim and I'm like, oh, that's the day before we see cats here. And that just (laughs) brings new peals of laughter. So I think I helped people realize that they should come see cats at the music box in Chicago. Yeah. And if you are a Chicago listener and want to go to the Titanic on the 23rd and cats on the 24th, hit me up. There will be drag performances before cats. I will be in my skimble shanks, the railway cat costume. (laughs) Tim has never seen cats before. Well, we'll have to change that. He will, because he's seeing it on August 24th. (laughs) We may have a special correspondent moment. Um, We'll see if he loves it. (laughs) Speaking of loving it, Katie, did you love this season premiere of season 12 of Dancing with the Stars? I don't think so. (laughs) Did you? It was fine. (laughs) It had, like, shimmers, but then it had a lot of not fine moments, too. I think it met my expectations, which were not high. (laughs) Yeah, yes, that's perfect. Yep. So, uh, it's... Season 12, man. It's it's pretty par for the course in terms of what we've come to expect. No real yep. changes in graphics, in set. We're still in the Celebraquarium. Brooke yep. is there. Tom's there. So are our judges. It is March 21st, 2011. Plenty of last season's cast is present. Mm-hmm. A lot of familiar faces in the ballroom. You know, you got Grumpy Lynn. You got Tom killing it. And then there's Brooke. I mean, we are flourishing and we are gonna talk about brooke um but there is a big change carrie ann (gasps) has darkened her hair (gasps) true how did you feel about her dye job i had absolutely no feelings (laughs) all right great (laughs) how did you feel about it I thought it was maybe too dark. Because <laughs> it meant that her hair all of a sudden now blends into the crowd behind her. It doesn't, like, 
light it didn't light well on tv so it it was strange to me that's fair and that's been your hair update (laughs) so we have 11 contestants to talk about so why not get right into it we don't have to eliminate anybody in week one so we'll just do the show order so the first contestant out of the gate is disney channel star chelsea kane and her partner mark ballas dancing a foxtrot i enjoyed my introduction to her yes she kissed joe jonas yes i'm jealous but I liked the pairing. I thought that they fed well off of each other. I, they're going to try and do a showmance, maybe. But I'm, I'm here for it so far. Same. I, I liked her. She came off charmingly. Uh, and... She was a cute way to start. Mm-hmm. Like, she was, a, you know, not someone that you were, like, I knew going into it. And so she was a, a charming surprise to start the night off with. Yeah, like not too big, a little bit chill, low energy, but bubbly enough to be fun. Yep. Because there's, there's other than Kirsty, who of course you're going to save for the pimp spot. I mean, who Mm -hmm. are you going to put here? Yeah, I don't know. Like I have, I have a couple options, but she, she makes sense. She works really well there. And, And, and knowing Mark's choreography for what he was doing for this it it made sense as a first dance yeah i thought she had a beautiful quality of movement to her foxtrot it had a lightness to it she was a bit staccato in her movements i thought they had good body contact it felt a little long to me i think quite a few of these dances felt a little long um, and so I worried that maybe that meant that the choreography was repetitive, but I don't know if it was. Um, the ending, I didn't think was super graceful, and I didn't know if she slipped or something. But overall, overall, I thought a job very well done. I thought that the opening was too frantic, both in Mark's choreography and the camera work. Mm-hmm. It was way too fast, too cutty, um, which fits pretty much the entirety of this thing. I think Mark or over choreographed it. I think she never calmed into it, which was also a product of it was a packed dance, but then she really over energized it. Um, I think she just needs to be better honed, but she has a lot of potential, a lot of uh, future possible grace. It, it also made me confront So my very first thought when seeing her as she was about to dance this foxtrot, I was like, oh, she already looks like a dancer. And then I thought to myself, okay, she's a twiggy blonde. Of course I think she looks like a dancer. Right. Um, But then she, like, danced all right. And I was just trying to decide how much of it was I just expected her to be good because she looked like it. Does any of that make sense? Yeah, I think you did. I don't. I mean, they didn't discuss her dance background, and I will say I don't think it looked super natural to her, but I get what you're saying, that, like, you expect her to, she looks like someone who's going to do well. Yes. And, I mean, she does. She gets all sevens to start at a 21. Uh, She will begin the pace. 
Can Wendy Williams keep that pace up? Wendy Williams and her partner Tony Davalani doing a cha-cha-cha. Um, the package is incredible. Is very peculiar. Mm-hmm. It's very like it's a lot. It's a it's a lot, mm-hmm. and not in a good way. <laughs> like yeah, she's giving sedated, you know nervous energy and then she's crying but then she's like no like this is how i release stresses through crying so you can't fault her it just it was a lot it wasn't and honestly i do like fault the show too like you have chelsea's package that has like the upbeat music to it and stuff like that and then you have wendy's who is just like very quiet subdued like it just it was a jarring transition Uh, Yeah, and for the second person, and Wendy says afterward that she's very thrown off by the package package. that they showed, which I'm like, okay, but if you know you did find part of this tough and we're already feeling things, and if you're like, oh, for me, crying is a release, it's not like sad or angry or anything. Right, then it shouldn't make you feel... I was like, okay, that makes sense to me. At first, I was like, oh, a crying package in week one? But then I was like, okay, if that's how she feels, great. But yeah. then she was unhappy about it. We'll keep talking about Wendy personality-wise in a minute. Yeah. Um, because the dance, I mean, <laughs> she can't move her arms and her legs at the same time. No. No. If what she's in- moving one, she's not doing it in character. <laughs> In the other. No. Wooden, timid, no musicality, no energy. Where's the hips and rhythm? Like, she was walking. Just no. Yeah. No. I would have liked this better if she had danced to the song Native New Yorker, which she would later famously sing on The Masked Singer. <laughs> which I did immediately make Tim watch, because I was like, we need to see something better. Yeah. So. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> it's my Wendy Williams is the lips on the mass Singer. <laughs> a show I've never watched. Yeah. So yeah, it's not a good dance. It's bad. No. Uh, the score is a 545 for 14. Now, let's talk about the most important thing that I almost sent you an excited text about. Wendy Williams rolls her eyes and expresses what seems to be a clear dislike at one Brooke Burke. She has taken up the mantle. (laughs) She hates Brooke. (laughs) Jennifer came to her and said, if you don't finish what I started, end her. But my my favorite thing is we're just like watching and I kind of see her expressing annoyance and then all of a sudden Tim goes, she just rolled her eyes at Brooke! And I'm like, (laughs) he sees it. It's real. People hate Brooke. Yeah. What has she done to them? She knows what she did. Do you know what Heinz Ward did with his partner Kim Johnson? A A (laughs) cha-cha-cha. Kim is so pretty. Yes, she is. Like, she is just beautiful. 
be what was not beautiful <gasps> was the fringe on her. Oh, okay, yeah. That was dress. horrific. It looked like hair. It looked horrible. It, like, detracted from the dance. It was, it was just, I don't know what they were thinking with that. It looked like human hair. Yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah, it was it was an awful costume. Yeah. I'm not buying what he's selling. What? I'm not in on the football player right now. I, for once, am in. No. I'm, I'm in from it. day one. What? Katie! I am not Katie! At all. At all. At this all? is not even a I was like, all right, whatever. What? Okay. What? What? I don't know. I just am not connecting with them. He can still win me over. It's not like I hate him, but like, I just was like. But you okay. didn't find that charming? No, not at all. I was like, wow, he like does have an X factor out on the floor. Like he had some Latin flair. I really enjoyed watching him. Like his face was fun. He was having a great time and I had a good time watching him. You, you didn't get anything. We're all watching with like I a filter over your eyes. You guys have no idea. He was timid out there. I think no. he Yes, if you watch him, he looks timid out there. No, he, he had like not. A good natural talent and charm to him. He's got a great butt. I like kudos to the workshop yes, department because his butt was doing <laughs> it. But like, I needed way more energy. I needed way more sharpness. Not a ton of hips. He shows plenty of potential, but like, I think all you people drank the Kool Aid, and I don't think he's as good as you guys think he is. You are so incorrect. I thought I was And you know I this. go in on the NFL players hard. I thought we were going to come into this and we were both going to be like, oh, Heinz, oh, like, not, nope. Little did I know. No, I'm in. You're also very right about his butt looking good. Uh, oh, so we, good. We were watching it on Tim's very large television. Good. And it was... It was just there in great quality. And he was like, oh, that's a great ass. And I was like, excuse me. And he's like, yours is good too. But uh, it is a great ass. Thank you. You're welcome. Heinz's is fine too. Um, maybe I won't cut that. <laughs> Let the people need to know about my butt. They do. Especially all of my family that listens. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Straight sevens, 21. Okay, next up, it's time for Chris's Corrections Corner. Yeah. So I practiced so hard to pronounce our next contestant's name in what the internet tells me is the Czech pronunciation. Mm-hmm. But all over the show, she's just Petra Nemkova. Yeah. I practiced so hard to say Nemtsova. Nemkova. We'll never know. We'll never know who's right. <laughs> Except it's probably the one who said her own name. Maybe. And then they immediately her. they immediately talk about her experience in the tsunami. And I was okay, like, but- okay, wow, here we go. I love that the first thing out of her mouth is like, I'm doing the show 
so I can live life to the fullest. And mm-hmm. I was like, I appreciate someone just being like, I'm here for a good time. Like, I'm just <laughs> here to do it. Everyone's She's- like, I'm doing it for my grandma. I'm doing it for my dead mom. She's just like, I'm here for a good time. <laughs> and because she's a model, she knows she's here for a good time, not a long time. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Get your coin, girl. Yeah, they did immediately talk about the tsunami, which I was also like, okay, we're going there. Well, and it's it's because yeah. she talks about how her pelvis was broken in multiple places, so she continues to have like pain and mobility mobility problems due to it um so they have to talk about it and then horrific timing this is right around the time of the japanese earthquake and tsunami um so she feels a lot of things and it it comes off as so genuine hearing her talk about that she wants to dedicate this uh, because like obviously she is overwhelmed by trauma yes Uh, too bad jamie lee isn't in the audience this time to talk about trauma i know um, but Petra and Dimitri do a foxtrot, and I think it is good. Mm-hmm. It felt more like a waltz and less like a foxtrot. Um, it was light and airy at the beginning, and then it just feels like she like couldn't quite keep up. So then at times it felt like she was getting dragged. Um, but she wasn't bad. It had good lines, but her feet were bad. Mm-hmm. Her feet were bad. Sometimes they were dragging. Sometimes they were anticipating the moves. It, it, I'm not necessarily always a really look at the footwork kind of person. Mm-hmm. And I I couldn't ignore. I couldn't stop watching her bad, bad feet. Yeah. <laughs> so not a bad start, but I, I like her more than she gave me on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. I don't like her a, a lot, but I came away with more feelings about her than I would normally think from the model. Right. I agree. Unless you're talking about, uh, what was the one in season one? Rachel? Am I making it? What was her name? <gasps> yeah. No. Oh my God. What was her name? Because we loved her. We loved her. Oh, shit. What was her name? Um, Justice for... Rachel Hunter. I was... I doubted myself. Rachel Hunter. Yeah. I wonder what she's doing these days. Not much, if I remember. She might have... She might have done more since. Did we ever discuss the fact that she was Stacy's mom in the Stacy's mom video? No. I th- we may have just learned this. Rachel Hunter is Stacy's mom. No. Yeah, she is. Does she have it going on? She's all I want. Good for Rachel Hunter. Anyway. <laughs> Good for Rachel Hunter. We a- continue to stand. Anyway, Petra Nemtskova scores an 18. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have to dig into the archives to see a clip of Romeo meeting Ashley Costa Del Grosso before he meets his real partner, Chelsea Hightower. Mm-hmm. Progeny is in the ballroom. And just like Master P, 
he is scared of looking too feminine because of course he is it was an exhausting package (laughs) (laughs) at least at least he wore the correct shoes yes happy about that what did you think of their cha-cha I was pleasantly surprised by it. It was a very steamy, sexy cha-cha. Loved Chelsea's fringe. I thought he had surprising energy in his feet, even if the placement was questionable. Good promise. I want a lot more. There's plenty Mm -hmm. to improve on. But I think he shows, you know, a good starting point. Flashes of really good potential. Yeah. I just wish that it had been more consistent. Yeah. Because when he was on, he was on. When it wasn't, oof. Right. Um, his posture is not great, but but it wasn't a bad start overall. Mm-hmm. It, it comes down to if he can deliver consistently, and it comes down to if he can deliver the energy. I think he needs to buy in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel as questionable as his father, right, lack of buying, right. but I think he needs to just jump in more. Yeah. Carrie Ann gives it a seven, otherwise sixes, for a score of 19 out of 30. Next up, to sting like a butterfly, float like a bee, it's Sugar Ray Leonard and Anna Trabunskaya. Ugh, love them. I love her. She's so sweet with Ray, and yet, like, she immediately is making scary, angry Russian jokes. I mean... I love the way she's like, how do you want me to call you? Like, it just, it's sweet. They, they, you know... I think she knows she's not gonna go far, so she's here for a good time. She's here for a good time. Not a long time. A long time. I thought his foxtrot, like, his he was trying so hard but his shoulders did not look good he's a boxer (laughs) i know i know um surprising performance but it bordered on not working he needs refinement he's Mm -hmm. trying but i do think there's a long ways to go yeah smooth extensions are not his forte yeah. And like you said, those shoulders, they, they are hunched. He's in boxing stance a lot. Yeah. Um, but he had such a great smile that I was endeared. He was into it. Yes. It made me forgive a lot, including whatever was happening at the front of Anna's hairline. <laughs> so you're right. He has a long way to go. Yeah. But I'm hoping I will enjoy the journey, you know? Mm-hmm. He he came off well in the package. Yeah, it's like you want to like him, you know? Yes. I mean, Carrie Ann says, oh, you're going to be the fan favorite. And it's like, well, I don't know about that. But, like, I think the crowd can get behind him. Yes. Like, I I will root for him. Yes. I I think he'll be a person the fans like, but there's too many other people to call him a fan favorite yeah yeah so six five six for a score of 17 kendra wilkinson is is here to follow and can i ask a question because did Mm -hmm. you watch the girls next door and kendra i 
think. Yeah, I remember watching parts of it. Okay. What was her, like, persona or what was her character? Tomboy. Okay. Because she, she came off as very, like, dorky mm-hmm. to me. And I I was endeared. I know. I like her. I think she works. I think she knows how to, uh, yeah, be endearing to the camera. I think she knows how to work the camera well. It, yeah, it just felt very unique what she was serving. And it feels authentic. Yes. I don't necessarily need to see a lot of it, but while it's here, I'm like, I think this will be fun. It's not something we see a lot of necessarily. Yeah. Um, Kendra and Louis dance. They dance Mm cha-cha. And for this dance, uh, to me, sometimes her face felt very orchestrated enthusiasm. But when she was in it, I was like, okay, this is, this is good. It, it felt like she is working hard at the performance. Mm -hmm. But there were times that that natural worked. Um, Overall, the dance, I think Louis, Louis made it very content heavy. It was not an easy routine. So it definitely had its flaws. It definitely was a little lacking at times because I think she had a lot to do and was thinking about it. But I thought she kept up well and I think she could do quite well in this competition. I think she's going to have a lot to overcome. I think she almost sort of has that, like, Bristol, like, um, well, no, like, not that she is like Bristol, but, like, she doesn't have performance. Like, she's not a performer. And so I felt like I was getting nothing in the face. And so her body seemed okay, but, like, she wasn't performing I do agree with you. A lot of content that she had focused on. There was a lot of moving parts to all of it. But I think she has good, decent ability to move her body in a way that will really suit her in this competition. But I don't think the performance is there at all. So I think that's going to be a, a challenge for her to overcome. But I think she can do, you know, I think she's got a good partner to do it with. Yeah. I hope I didn't oversell it because I, I did write down her face was sometimes a little blank. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I agree with everything you said, except co- comparing anybody to Bristol is so harsh. I know. I know. Kendra does. What has Kendra done to deserve that? Nothing. Are you trying to tear down a woman for owning her sexuality? Here you, here we were praising Florence Pugh's boobs, being a feminist I just like to really keep you on your toes, you know? Never know what to expect with you. The only consistent thing about you is that you hate gays. Yeah. Speaking of gays, Louie and Kendra score all sixes for an 18. Yep. (laughs) I'm so funny. (laughs) Katie... I think I've come to a true realization with our next couple. I think Karina Smirnoff is my ideal Dancing with the Stars partner. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, when, when she doesn't work, she really doesn't work. But when Karina's on, she might be one of my favorites. I 
It makes me sad that Corbin Blue had the ability to to ruin her for me. I that's what I was meaning by when she's not on. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me sad because I watch this and I love her. But I I suppose I say that as though it's just Corbin Blue. As though I'm also not thinking about her run with Apollo Anton Ono in All Stars. Yeah. Which I also don't remember favorably. No. I just feel like I always think of Karina in a negative light, and I don't know why. Because now when I'm watching, I'm like, I love her. Yeah. Same. I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to get in front of this right now. I'm not loving Ralph either. <gasps> uh, disagree. Not loving it. I just am not connecting with it. He has a really young face. I, I it, uh, ugh, the dance, like the dance just wasn't working for me. <gasps> uh, the crowd was on fire. It made me so like annoyed because I just feel like he has such long limbs. I don't think that he seemed in control of them. There was a elegance to the dance, but at times it was a bit too wild for me. He was bending his knees too much. Um, there was like an Evan Lysacek quality to it of like good fluidity, but I just felt like overall it wasn't working for me and I'm very curious to watch him. You have torn down my two favorites of the night. <laughs> I don't know what you saw because I'm what? Ba da ba ba ba. Loving it. Yeah. With, with Ralph. Um, it Like to me, they were such a good par- partnership in the package. They were matching each other's energies. And then dance wise, I thought Karina choreographed an incredible routine for him uh like i loved that breakout section i thought it was a really suave foxtrot um i thought she played to his strengths really well um he performed in his face and his body yes did his shoulders creep up a lot yes they did um but then like he does kind of a move where he's like spinning her around and he really leans into it. And I'm like, oh, I forgive that because he's just like going for it. I was feeling it. I really enjoyed this. I'm happy for you. It's been so long since we've been on such diametrically opposite, like, ends of the spectrum. And I honestly, I hope I come around on both of them. Like, I really do. Like, I hope that I am able to buy a ticket and I hope that I'm able to get on board. But for some reason, both of them, I just, it was like everything the judges said and everything you said. I was like, no, no, I disagree. No. And I don't know why I have that in me. You just need to wax on, wax off, Katie. Apparently. 24 for Ralph and Karina. Overscored. The crowd was so loud for him. The crowd was on because, his side. Because he was on it. Because yeah. he deserved it. He yeah. deserved that 24, a correct score. 
overscore. Did you feel that it was the correct score for Chris Jericho and his partner Cheryl Burke? Honestly, no. I thought that he could have maybe gotten one point higher. Um, I appreciated their package. I have a brother. I grew up with a brother who loves WWE. I mean, he still loves WWE. But, like, growing up, I would obviously be, like, exposed to it and stuff. So I swear to God we had Chris Jericho, like, a doll or something. Like, like an action figure that we could play with. But I don't really remember a ton about like, the character of Chris Jericho, but I liked our introduction to him. Um, He makes sense with Cheryl, and Cheryl is just great. Yeah, Cheryl's great with him. I think it is kind of fun having wrestlers come into the ballroom. Um, I thought he had surprisingly crisp lines. He was light on his feet. He was trying really hard. Um, his shoulders were good. That was something that they had pointed out in the package as being a point of weakness. And I thought his shoulders did look good. Um, I wanted more hips, but I thought overall he did well. Mm -hmm. It didn't ignite. It didn't like start. And so I was pleasantly surprised with it, but I wasn't like, oh yeah, this is good. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Especially it lacked a lot of content early. Yeah. Uh, once it started going, I thought he showed potential, but it never quite took off. He had he did have good energy during it. My favorite thing was that at one point he was like clapping along to the music and like a good white boy, he was clapping on the one and three. Yeah, yeah. So like good for him. Yep. Really showing showing that musical ability. Yep, I thought the same thing. So it gets 19. Kyrian gives it a 7. Two sixes otherwise. Not the first time that's happened tonight. Um, and a, a good starting place. I thought it was appropriately scored. Okay. I could have seen maybe one more 7. I mean, I, I thought getting a 7 was great for him. I could have seen it at an 18. So, one we couldn't see at an 18 <laughs> is self-proclaimed least famous uh <laughs> member of this cast it is loveline co-host mike catherwood and lacey schwimmer and katie and what? yet another i was i did not like his package i did not like his dance i did not appreciate well Wha- i just didn't like his packet like why I... why must lacey suffer so i know especially coming right after Corey. i know kyle (laughs) and like it feels like a return to the steve-o type but less popular and worse yeah and like not funny and just like i yeah not a fan um he looked awkward out there moving is unnatural for him Way too big a step. Shoulders and postures were bad. Just a no. He doesn't have innate rhythm. Uh, Too bad a foxtrot is supposed to be smooth because he wasn't. Right. But he did have one line that I did enjoy. He did one thing that pleased me. So he scores a 13. 5, 4, and 4. And he goes, hey, it's higher than my father masterpiece. I loved that. I did love that. And I loved kind of the look of bewilderment that Romeo had in the background. Yeah. If I were 
if I were Romeo, I would have been like, oh, my long lost half brother. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I liked Lacey's line a little bit better. Which one? I, it was, I don't remember what it was and I'm not going to butcher it. But, but in what, like, direction or what was the... It was something that definitely sounded sexual and she did not realize it. And then he commented on top of it and said something about, like, dancing always makes me want to take my clothes off or, like, something. I don't remember. I may have checked out by then. Yeah, it was very funny on Lacey's part. It, she's a star. Yeah. He's not. No. But the biggest star, and I mean that in multiple ways, goes last. That's not funny. She makes jokes about it. I still don't think it's funny. I'm not fat shaming her. Kind she of. is she is the biggest star. Yeah. She is the greatest star. She is by far. But she also talks about how, like, out of shape she is. And I really enjoyed the bit that she just continually goes, oh, that's the tempo it's going to be, right? (laughs) And, like, you give this to somebody, like, of any age, right? And you do this, and, like, all these things. And Max is just, like, fourth wall cameraing, like, nope. 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 Yes, I promise you. Nope. And and my favorite thing is how legitimately, like, I know she's a good actress, but... She, like, clearly is so winded and, like, actually, like, struggling to do that bit. Yeah. That makes it even better to me. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting that she said she wasn't worried about Max's reputation. That was telling. (laughs) But I liked them. I liked, I liked everything they were serving. It's good to see Max. I be put to task as well it was good it was well done um her cha-cha-cha surprised me i thought that she almost had like a delicateness to some of her feet placement and i was kind of surprised at that but she had precision good hips and rhythm she did keep up i mean Mm -hmm. it ended late but i thought that she did well surprising for 60 yeah i thought it was it was well staged like max did a good job of that i'm not ready to comment on the partnership because one week has always been hard to tell with max like yeah i'm not ready to say what this partnership's gonna be or how they're gonna interact or how i'm gonna feel about any of it um but they seem to be on the same page attitude wise humor wise dance wise um she has charisma while dancing it felt like it was playing to her strengths and I wouldn't have expected a Latin dance like this from her. Uh, it was pretty chill, but it was a fun, energetic chill. Mm-hmm. So it it just, something about it worked. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite of the night, but one of my favorites of the night. We'll take that. Len gives it a seven. Otherwise it gets eight. So she scores 23. She is in second place on her own. Mm-hmm. That is all 11 dances. Uh, The scores will be combined with their week two scores. Mm -hmm. And then someone will be eliminated at the end of week two. Mm -hmm. Katie, who would you like to see get the golden boot in week two? Mike. Wasn't that his name? Yep. Yep, Mike. Get him out of here. I'm I'm also eliminating him. And who would you like to boot in week three? 
Probably Wendy. I would also get rid of Wendy. Yeah. Who would you like to see get your jaunty Seven? I think I'm going to give it to Chelsea. Chelsea and Mark. Interesting. Yeah. I am going, of course, with Ralph and Karina. You wouldn't have been happy with either of my choices. I know. I know. I guess I'm a little surprised you went with Chelsea. Who would who would have been your runner-up? Would you say Kirsty? Probably. Because, like, Chelsea would be my number four pick. And Kirsty would be three. my number three. Okay. Because, obviously, okay. Heinz is number two. Um, yeah. So, all in all, like we said, it was... Fine. Fine. It was fine. We're fine. We're we're not loving it. Yeah, but but, but we're um, not but hating um. it. Put um, yeah. put um. I hear it and I know. <laughs> yeah. But um, but um, I hear it and I know. But um. I can't tell you how many times I heard that in P-Town. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Rate hit, us. Find us that on social media. Button. We're really active on there. I've done a really good job of making sure we're relevant. Yeah. I, every week, slave away over a hot stove editing this podcast. Uh-huh. Usually putting a a long time into the episode descriptions, not uh-huh. last week's. Um, uh-huh. uh, it, like, I put in all this work, and then the episodes drop, and the end. Not wrong. Well, Katie, despite your lack of attention to our social medias, mm-hmm. I butta but but buy you, and I like you. Chris, I hear you and I see you. And please stay tuned for an all new episode of Castle coming up next. <laughs> 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 <laughs>